Hello. How are you? Um, good. It's what? been a good week doing stuff. How, um, what's your name? Oh, um, my name is Chihu. My name is Sunzaini. And this is We Have No Idea podcast. Yeah. I thought you were leading into that. Anyway. Oh, sorry. Yeah. No. no. no it's cool. Head. But um, yeah, I've had a good week, I think. Um, I've had a good weekend mm-hmm. as well, where I've rested and did some of my laundry that I was supposed to have done. Like, I think I've, I've had ironing since start of March. <laughs> I did it on Friday. It's all done. Hallelujah. Yeah. Um, I've had some clothes that I've needed to hand wash for a long period of time. Finally did them today. Really proud of myself for that one. Um, and I showered and I changed the outfit twice. I love that. It's just like climate yeah. showering. Not just changing off outfit twice. That That is an achievement. Um, but yeah, it's been a good day. No, that's been good. Um, what have I been up to? We watched church. That was really good. And like, I really like shout out to like whoever does like the creative side when it comes to the visuals mm-hmm. because especially this Sunday like it was really good like you could tell people were given the freedom just to be like just go wild with how you want visuals to be mm-hmm. and it didn't like change the service like particularly it was like the same run but it just like showed like the creativity and just um when you give people the freedom and the space to kind of do something different how far they went with it so that was like super amazing um to watch the service today um went for a run oh i was running and like this dog just so i was like running in like the foresty area so i was on like a trail and then this dog like these two dogs come out one of them looks like a friendly dog but one of them's like do you know one of those like demonic looking long-legged dogs and he had like a muzzle on his mouth and every time i see a dog that looks like that i'm like you have a muzzle because you bite people that's one thing and then like i had my headphones in mm-hmm. as well and it just like barked at me and i was like i literally screamed and i was like f um like that i literally screamed and started running away and i saw this family of like two parents two kids coming down and it was their kids and they were looking at me like why did you scream and i was looking at them have you not seen your dog <laughs> barking at me uh, just like a regular pedestrian just trying to get my one hour lot of exercise in and nearly had a heart attack so i was meant to go down the stairs and i literally had to like loop around because my heart was racing because i thought i had a near-death experience so that happened but it was a good run apart from that yeah you sure i did walk you up oh yeah definitely yeah and i was just thinking about nonsense there energy definitely came together yeah at that point yeah um we have a strawberry plant now yay and a tomato plant so we should have cherry tomato seeds I you so. know, you're happy. That's all I'm I keep saying. Like, I'm living my farm girl dream. Like I feel like I live in a like um, a greenhouse soon. Yeah. I feel like I'm just gonna walk in into a greenhouse, and I'm like, as long as she's happy, she's fine. As long as she's happy, she's fine. As long as she's yeah. I feel as though they should like be spread out the plants a bit more. They all have like contained areas of where there's quite a lot of like just activity going on. Like um, the kitchen. Yeah, yeah, a lot's going on. Yeah, it's gonna be like mum and dad say, like when they come and visit me in Edinburgh, like just there's gonna be stuff everywhere. Mm-hmm. I'm like that is a dream to create like a jungle. Nah, we wouldn't take it that far. I love that idea. Oh no, yeah. we wouldn't have that here. You wouldn't allow me to. No, but um, yeah, if I ever get like live independently, mm-hmm. definitely like just turn it into a jungle. I think that'd be really cool. Just like the color green. I think it does something to like our brains and like fresh air and energy. 
and air purification as well. Like, yeah, it's really big. Yeah. So that's the goal is to create a jungle. Like literally live in a greenhouse. Like I've seen houses where, um, especially like not new builds but kind of converted, they have lots of skylights and stuff. Yeah. That would be like the ultimate goal is to live in like a property that looks that just lets a lot of light in. Um, I'm gonna show you something on Twitter that I saw yesterday. Yeah. Um, it's literally like um, a house, like oh, a glass house, so cool. but um, surrounded by plants basically that so cool. and that i was like a nice villa yeah 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 and i was like that would be a vibe however again still scared of what can come into the house from the plants uh-huh the insects and stuff they can come through to they can come into the house from the plants no but you think if they have house plants they don't tend to have insects like that like no that's a forest. forest yeah so yeah that would make sense yeah that, like you might have things come in but like mm-hmm. i feel like, like people in africa aren't scared of snakes like we're scared of snakes in the uk because like oh. if you've seen it day to day it's not really i i've lived in africa people are still scared of snakes i think like some people but like compared to the uk if you see something daily i feel like you probably just could become desensitized to it but um you probably have like a knife or a gun or something just in case you like, no, I don't want to kill it. No, I was, yeah, exactly. I'd be like, let's take a tongue and just like put it outside and let it go back to nature. You ain't getting near that thing. The snake. You're not getting oh, no. distance. Oh, no, 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 not with a snake. And I don't, I don't, I don't F with snakes like that. Like, <laughs> nah, allow it. But like spiders and stuff, I'll just like, let's just take it outside. Let yeah. it go and live its best, best nature oh, life. Cool. We're so, sharing our habitat with other animals. Yeah, because the world does not only belong to humanity, the world belongs to other species and we should give um, respect and regard to them. Yeah, yeah. definitely. So buy a plant, guys. Support the culture. <laughs> the culture or the environment? or it's The plants is more for you than you are for them. You've huh? got to lie. House plants? Yeah, they're more for us. They're, like, they're more for us than them. Yeah, yeah. brings you to peace. Like playing with them, I've missed it. Mm-hmm. I'm definitely going to force my kids to play with them in some sphere like growing like fruit and vegetables and stuff like that okay just teach them life skills i feel like especially like this whole quarantine i'm just like if shops like suddenly went first and like just things went to shit how much capacity do i have to survive i don't think i would like i've learned how to do like fire lighting but that's because when i was working on ncs it was one of the activities that the kids were given like um bush tucker skills and stuff I think that's like a useful skill just to have in your arsenal. I have so many useful skills and I think they're majorly from my childhood. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Where like I learned a lot of shit when I was young and then I've grown up with it. So like I think there was a year where we went to the beach, nobody knew how to start a fire besides me. And I was like, how? How did you do it? Um, so I did it in a very English way, I'm not gonna lie. Um, so I got like, you know, the small woods, the, the smaller ones, put them in the middle, yeah. put the, you know, the fire starter logs thing around it. Oh. Like you can, you can buy some from like BM, B&M and all that kind of shops, right? Yeah. And then put like a little bit of like fuel, petrol, whatever, lighter thing. And then, um, started there and then put, um, big, uh, big logs, but yeah. like, lighter logs if that makes sense mm-hmm. and then just put them like you because we use the what are they called you know the things the crates no no they're not crates 
pallets. Yes, like the pallets. pallets yeah. yeah, we had wooden pallets. So just take a wooden pallet yeah. and just like crisscross them around because it wasn't a circle type of thing mm-hmm. um, on top. So you started off, um, lit the, you know, the smaller woods with the fire yeah. and things like the smaller ones. And then that fire kind of starts to build up and catching on to the wooden pallets. And as soon as the wooden pallets, you can, you can bring like heavier wood into place like into oh. the fire and then that way you can like combust into more because you need to start small that fire can build up and then you know yeah i meant like with a flint what what's a flint so have you seen you can get two stones and it starts a spark oh that's like yeah, bush chaka no, trial ish that's what i'm saying when we did the bushcraft skills they learned how to start fire with actual flint so that you have to like strike the stones together and then a spark and then you use like cotton um, wool and then the cotton wool sets on fire and that's how you start fire. It was so good. It took us all like 45 minutes to do. Living in Zimbabwe, they don't, they don't do that. They use uh, matchsticks. Oh no, yeah, I know. They use matchsticks. <laughs> I'm going like full on primitive. I oh. like to have some proper primitive skills. Oh no. I think it's just a cool idea. Because no. I want to get more into like hiking and stuff. Like, because I'll actually have like time in the sense of like when you're at university mm-hmm. when you get to like this exam season like your time really is not your time no, anymore. No. you just try to pass exams but i'll now have like a proper schedule where i can say if i have a weekend off i can have a weekend off so i'd like to get like much more into hiking and just like being mm-hmm. outside and stuff mm-hmm. so that would be cool and i feel really like as much as i'm like oh nothing's gonna happen to me mm-hmm. that's when things happen so like a few skills of like you just get like stuck like on a hill somewhere and you have to make a fire yeah i think that would be cool and it's a good story yeah. to tell your ted talk as well yeah and be like oh i learned how to make a fire and all that kind of stuff yeah, um cool. speaking of things um we have an instagram page that you can follow yeah. and it's at we have no idea podcast mm-hmm. um we have our personal handles i don't know if i'll let you follow me but hey i just say it out of habit <laughs> um it's i am sans and the life of Chiku. Yeah. Do you have this week's black excellence? Um, I do. Um, my black excellence is a collective effort, I feel, to say. Um, of just all of the immigrants who are working at this current time. If we look at the language and the rhetoric that was used in less than three months. Four months ago, <laughs> four or five months how they were creating quotas that only certain skilled workers could come in. Yeah. And the majority of those workers are immigrants, mm-hmm. are foreign. Mm-hmm. Some of them may not even know the language very well, but those are the ones keeping this nation alive, mm-hmm. especially when it comes to um, the nursing sector, mm-hmm. which is full of ladies and men from just various countries that are not the UK. Like the medical sector in it all. Yeah. Like it's very diverse. Absolutely, because the way in which you get into medicine in the UK is very difficult and therefore they rely on um, people from other countries to come in as well just to fill the um, the skill shortage gap so yeah absolutely let's give praise to them and one thing I've read as well that they're starting an inquiry mm-hmm. into looking at why um, BAME medical professionals are, are being dying. affected worse by the coronavirus um, so let's hope something comes from it and it's not just an inquest that is our prayer um, from the situation, but pretty Patel, I have zero faith in you, but God bless you anyway. I'll pray for you. Um, so, Auntie, <laughs> you're a better woman than I am. Yeah, we have to pray for people. It says so in the Bible. <laughs> so, those are our black excellence. Mm-hmm. All of the immigrants who are working mm-hmm. in the NHS, saving lives and saving people. I am an immigrant working in the NHS, <laughs> not on the front line. <laughs> Cool. On to this week's podcast. <laughs>
Wow, I've turned into my little sister. <laughs> Whenever she says something shady, she, she looks at me and she says, like, just relax. Relax, sir. Why are you telling yourself to relax? Pardon? Why are you telling yourself to relax? Because sometimes I need to tell myself to relax. It is what it is. Anyway, um, yes, you were saying? <laughs> okay. I was trying to find a smooth transition for that. but it Let's talk never, about male and female empowerment in regards never, to relaxing. It, it never came. Yeah. <laughs> um, so this week we are discussing too hot to handle so yesterday we both had some free time in the evening and unfortunately had to endure the full season that is the show it is the combination of all ratchetry reality tv that has ever existed that being love island um x on the beach x on the beach are you one johnny shaw They've combined all nations, really. Yeah. I don't know how an Australian got in. I understand how they had the American and UK mix because they have like an established reality, reality TV. trash TV series. Yeah, but like in Australia, they have Love Island as well. Yeah, no, but Love Island's, um, Australia's TV just doesn't tend to be as trashy. It's like, I love Australian TV. The block. If any tradie mm-hmm. wants to slide into my DMs, give it a go. And you can invite me onto the block. Because I want to be on that show so badly. So basically, they have an industrial site or just like a piece of land that's super derelict. Mm-hmm. And they have to build really expensive properties. So mm-hmm. they actually have to build the bathrooms, get tradies come in, go and buy furniture. It's some amazing shit. Yeah. Um, so back to what we were talking about. Um, we watched the full season and we're going to give you our viewpoint of what was good, what was bad. And what what is the show? What is the premise of the show? Um, so too hot to handle. It's basically people who have are unable to control their sexual desires, and it is preventing them have it's preventing them ha- to have deep and meaningful relationships. Mm-hmm. So they are the champions of the Tinder swiping generation. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's the best way to describe it. So they get they come on, yeah. You know what I found out? What Matthew's a Christian. Who's Matthew? The Jesus oh, guy. Jesus Christ guy. So there's basically one specific guy, and they all say he looks like Jesus. I feel as so if he just didn't come on. Well, we'll speak about him. I just think he didn't come on for the actual show. No. He came to promote himself for sure. No, to be fair, I feel like he came onto the show thinking that he was going to find somebody that he would make a genuine emotional connection. However, because I feel like the spiritual elements of the show, he kind of might have had them already because he looked like he he, he just stepped out of like an an ashram. Is that how you say it? Like a yogi instructor, basically. Um, That he he might have known some of the things that was being taught, some of the workshops that had been taught Mm -hmm. in, in the show that actually really didn't get that much out of it. He was just looking for hopefully to meet somebody and have the love of his life that didn't happen for him so he left i can believe that and as well it's the first season Mm -hmm. so you're not too sure what you sign up for because they told them the actual rules is that you're not allowed to be sexually intimate with people at all Mm -hmm. or yourself Mm -hmm. when they were on the show Mm -hmm. so i'm just wondering how did they advertise it to people when they signed on um that could happen a lot of people within there they came with the notion that they're going to have the best summer of sleeping with singles um, because that was the general, you know, atmosphere where they were like, when they were looking at each other, it was like, ooh, I could get with so and so. It was they had that kind of mentality. Mm. However, within the show, like you were saying, um, 
it's where they get hot singles who are very well known for Tinder, Tinder swiping and trying to encourage them to um, form emotional connections and emotional yeah. based relationships. And then from then onwards, they have 100K at stake. Mm-hmm. Every time they make a sexual um, contact or, you know, type of thing, they lose money, they get mm-hmm. penalized for it. And as the show went on, they did lose money. They did. They did. They did. They did. Um, and yeah, like, what was it, Matthew? Yeah, I liked him. He seemed like a cool guy. I don't think he was in this show. No. Um, but yeah, like, I don't know about him. Yeah. I didn't know about the people who come on the show. It feels like they always have an ulterior motive, especially nowadays, don't they? Oh yeah, you, you, you I think by going on a reality TV show, your investment decision. <laughs> pretty much, you're going for it for your followers and getting the buck. Mm. It is what it is. Absolutely. Because um, um, what's her name? Francesca. She said Instagram pays, and it does. It does. Again, Instagram model pays. I wonder how her face is handling this quarantine. Um, we can oh, look at it. Starting to sink. Well, she's not going to put her sinking face on Instagram, is she? No, but like they put. So basically, the the Insta page of the show it yeah. has all of the. I want to say contestants on there mm-hmm. and um you can just basically see them like it, they're all tagged on it she has 649 um followers she's plant-based in vancouver la um yeah she has a label a label a label like an instagram boutique i think so or is it just like t-shirts because i feel like every time somebody comes off love island they've got like their catchphrase already prepared oh. to go on to a pre-made no. t-shirt it's um clothing so it's um swimsuits okay so it's ready for pre-order oh she had this coming all soon she fully had this all planned with people going but um if you're gonna sell your soul you might as well make some profit off of it well is she selling your soul or is she just she moved mad. We're going to come on to Francesca, but really, she moved trifling. Okay. The only justifiable reason for Francesca is that they all moved mad. So what she did was not that wild. Yeah. If we compare it to Love Island antics that we've previously seen, this show was mad. Mm. We were cringing for a good portion. Oh, of oh yeah. No, they, they got too physical too quickly. But then, which is why it, it makes me go back to the whole notion of... They came onto the show with the with the idea, with the mindset of they're going to be sleeping with each other. Your mother's watching, even if you are. They're grown as adults. Some people don't care. Wow. Like imagine that. Some people imagine. generally no. Some people don't care. I think. I know. I That's think, why I'm very wow. I think it's actually an awe. Wow. No, I think because we've grown up in a sheltered environment, and we we live sheltered lives, mm. and I'm saying that really like yeah where the idea of one night stands of hooking up and all that kind of stuff is, is not it's wild to us but to the general masses that's just the norm is it well it's the norm for some people and those people they not I'm not saying they should be shamed they should they be shamed with it but um do you boo they're doing them and i suppose the show with the um whole player because i feel like all of them is just like a reality tv show where they put all the players in one place does that make sense mm. so it's like in love island you have people who are like oh yeah i'm here to, to totally meet my babes and all that kind of stuff this one was like no nah, i'm here to f- I was gonna say, 
I'm here to sleep with somebody, <laughs> you know? And they all knew what they were in there for. They all mm. knew that they were there for sex. And then they got a plot twist on that. They got what they wanted. So they, like, they kind of knew why they were going. And then they were told not to do what they were told that they can do in the first place. Mm, yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, like the first thing that I noticed was male empowerment as well as female empowerment. Mm-hmm. So um, the men had a session about understanding yourself and understanding your masculinity mm-hmm. and why they do the certain things. Mm-hmm. So I found that quite refreshing mm-hmm. um, to see men being men mm-hmm. in the sense of being able to express themselves with other dudes because I feel like sometimes in relationship with women men expect women to bring that emotional side out of them mm, it depends on the man as in the vulnerability most again depends on the man yeah okay no legit like I just don't think dudes are vulnerable around each other like that they, they are. compared to how they are with their partners there's peaks and troughs does that make sense like mm-hmm. I would like my level of vulnerability with my girls is completely different. Might be completely different to my level of vulnerability with my boyfriend, right? Mm-hmm. However, when it comes to guys, I find the guys that I know mm-hmm. and the guys that I look at, I know that they have those emotional, vulnerable relationships with each other, yeah. especially within our circle of friends, like the guy friends that we have. Mm-hmm. We know that if somebody is struggling, we just holler at another, at another dude and be like, yo, can you chat to him? Can you talk to him? Yeah that may not be the norm in some yeah. circles i we've always said that what the guys have reached with each other is very special oh it's yeah rare, isn't yeah it? yeah and i know like because i have two different guys like i'm friends with two different friendships of guys doesn't mm-hmm. friendship groups of guys both those friendship groups they do those kind of things where yeah. they get together and they can be emotionally vulnerable with each other mm-hmm. however i don't know about everybody else but in my life in the guy friends that i have i know that they have those moments of like emotional vulnerability with each other and they celebrate it i think yeah. it's more prominent especially with our generation where we it's okay to be emotionally available yeah whereas if we're talking about people who are like the over 30 or something mm-hmm. that might not be as cool or may not be the norm for them or people who are older all yeah. the generations have different yeah, norms like yeah and even like they say, is it men are more likely to commit suicide? Yeah. Like three times more. So I think that's been uh, highlighting that maybe the safe spaces and the stereotypes and the way in which we view men. Like, um, for example, we have like the plus size movement when it comes to women. Mm-hmm. There's, it feels as though for women we have more opportunity to be different, while sometimes men are much more categorized and standardized into these specific forms of men. So I think that male empowerment of, especially them having different types of men as well. Mm-hmm. So you had people who were black, you had people who were tall, who were short. It wasn't like super diverse. No, because um, they're all hot. <laughs> having, I feel like you can have attractive people of just differences. Yeah, there's like, um, you, you can find different ethnicities and um, yeah. diversities attractive and that's absolutely yeah. fine um going back into the male statistics i know it's petty i know it's petty but men are more likely to die of suicide um because the number one killer in women is breast cancer yeah i know but you can't control breast cancer no 
I feel as though women we, can do, we can do things to prevent breast cancer, which is science side. Yeah. But suicide, a conversation can stop somebody. In yes. theory. Like men, yes, I get where you're coming from, yeah. but the statistics. Sorry, this yeah, is me like I critically like appraising yeah, it. Think, <laughs> no, I don't think you can use that as an argument because conversations women, can't stop breast cancer. No, so conversation can't stop breast cancer, but women are still dying by suicide. Yeah, no, I agree. But I'm saying if we compare them, it's saying that there's something wrong with men when it comes to speaking about your feelings and emotions. Because the suicidal thoughts and the things that make you get into that space most likely are going to be internal. And that's going to be something that drives people to go that far. And from what I've heard when people have been on the edge, it's conversations and I guess connections and community with people and the things that can bring you out of that dark space. So I understand like women, we have like breast cancer issue, but that's a medical thing. Like there's not active things that I can do as a person to prevent somebody having breast cancer. Whilst the conversation, whether that be male or female, yeah. we can do to stop somebody getting into that dark headspace. Mm-hmm. Even if it's just saying, if you need to chat, you can call me. So that's what I mean. Uh, I, I'll just allow it. <laughs> allow it because, like, um, if we were to look at the figurines, um, the figures, not the figurines, that sounds bad. Um, yes, suicide is the number one killer in yeah. men from 25 to 33 years old. No, from 19 to 33, I think. It is the number one killer. Mm-hmm. And it's because um, different pressures and different things are yeah. placed on men and stuff. I'm not denying that. However, the numbers are just similar for women. And yeah. they ha- the, the reason as to why it's not as prevalent or not as well known is because of breast cancer. Yeah. And I get the notion with um, it's okay and it's important to talk to guys, which I try and do to mm-hmm. the guys that I have in my life. Um, and I speak to the girls as well because it can just get, it's regardless yeah, of gender. gender. But I think but, um, females, you need a safe space for females to have conversations and males can only have some conversations with males. Yeah, but um, I think women, like, going back to the statistics. Yeah. 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 I'm, I'm just being arsy about it, but yeah. Um, yeah, um, when it comes, just talk to everybody, guys. I think yeah. talk to people because you truly never know what they're going through. You truly never know what kind of headspace and what where they're at. Um, mm-hmm. Talk to them because ultimately, that like you were saying, that conversation can change someone's trajectory. So yeah, yeah, Ooh. trajectory. Look at me, English. English. Um, so, yeah, I it's like I'm educated or something. Men empowerment was really cool to see on TV, and especially with. Um, these dudes who, as society, would perceive them as very confident, very like Jack the Lad vibes, but seeing no, give men credit. You're such a man hater. I'm not a man hater. Yeah, but you're not good your breath. No, the, the the women were toxic. There were there was toxic. There were Absolutely. two girls who were very no, very toxic. No, both of them. All of the oh men my god, female had toxic. Oh elements. yeah, they all had toxic tendencies. Absolutely, but oh, yeah. yeah. Um, I guess like putting it on dudes as well to kind of empower themselves and I guess hold themselves to account. That's one thing I like to like value yourself and value I think it was your bodies and stuff and I thought that was cool. Yeah, I think it it came from a place of um the I feel like the pattern that I observed within that was that a lot of the behaviour, a lot of the hooking up culture, a lot of the thing that actually fueled the kind of behaviour was them to try and attain some sort of self-worth and some some sense of self-gratification. Mm-hmm. Therefore, they used 
body count as a way of kind of finding and placing value within themselves yeah and the workshops were able to actually bring that out into light and mm-hmm. then empower them with actually it's okay to be emotionally vulnerable the words that people have said on you 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 have the power to actually let go of it and actually not choose to um let it affect you in the manner that 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 it has because yeah. that way your behavior is spiraling your behavior is the way that it is because of um your insecurities mm-hmm. and when we when it goes to um what was it what happened like the people who got kicked out who really didn't in, in, engage within yeah. the process mm-hmm. because they were like i'm fine like i'm fine i hate yeah like um i hate everybody here which was one of the girls what she she constantly said and they got kicked out of the villa so yeah yeah Yeah, i like to place value on yourself and Mm -hmm. create the standards that you want others to uphold yeah how you are treated yeah how you treat yourself is how others will treat you yeah um one thing i really liked as well sexual health checks when they did the women empowerment Mm -hmm. which was hella funny because you were cringing all the way through it yeah because they had to look at their vaginas like oh for goodness sake you should know what's going on as well as i know what's going on huh i can feel what's going on you can't feel what's going on it's like saying give yourself a breast check with your eyes closed i do that i can feel what's going on in my boobs I can like feel my boobs. With your eyes closed. Yeah. Don't like, look at as which spots you're feeling no, whilst you're doing your boob check. Like, like, am I looking at my boob? No. I can still do my boob you check. Definitely look. No. You need to like form a pattern of which direction you're going instead. Because I know what my boobs feel like, which is the whole point of actually doing my breast check. Yeah, but also check your vagina and all your areas. Because let's stay healthy. Coming from you, so it's just like, oh, cheeky, you need to learn how to do this and you need to know your body. But you don't have to look at the vagina every day. Not every day. But you need to check, just make sure everything's healthy. I got of all people, it's hella funny that you're the one who's like, oh, damn, this is good. Know your body. Check for lumps and bumps everywhere, guys. And when I say that, they don't be like fully like, Put your hand up there since we just meant like just check to make sure everything's fine whilst you're in the shower <laughs> but can yeah can we I go thought, to the next point please yeah <laughs> i'm really uncomfortable really, i thought that was really good again reminding people male female just to have like sexual health checks because like we know our bodies best and mm-hmm. we know what's going on there so just making sure that you are safe mm-hmm. and everything is fresh and clean and cool mm-hmm. and is operating and feeling the way it should so make sure to check guys um on to the next thing ronda versus sharon Mm -hmm. um when it came to oh no david versus sharon when it came to ronda Mm -hmm. so there were two people um who were attracted to ronda from the start Mm -hmm. um sharon basically said i'm not emotionally available for the situation i just want to hook up with you and then what did ronda say oh my god i must change it yeah whilst david um, basically said that I am emotionally available and, and I want you and I want you and I he like had, you. I don't know I can't remember the full on statement but they were doing like this sort of um, looking deeper into people and connecting with other people's emotions without that physical touch and he said the most beautiful things about her and I was like oh if you don't want Rondi you can have me um, and it was so emotionally transparent, mm-hmm. just the statement and he, he said, and as well, he cried at the, before when they were like staring deep into their eyes and he was like, yeah, it made me cry. And he said the statement and you could literally see like Sharon, like just full body, like 
cringe knowing that like he lost something that was special to him mm-hmm. and then they had like a man-to-man talk and david was like i see how you feel for her so if you want me to step back i will and i was like david why I think a part of him knew maybe he might have not liked Ronda that much, but that emotion that I, I saw was something else. It might have been a practical thing because Ronda is from America and David is from London. Yeah, that could work. But like from the show aspect, I wanted her to go with yeah, David. David. Same. Yeah, and I'm still confused as to why David is on this show because he seemed very put together and emotionally available. That's shocking around. Um, I know, and I'm not sure if there's if sleeping around and being emotionally available are two things that can't coexist. They can't. Because you ca- they can't. Because if you sleep around and being emotionally available, I think you feel some type of emotion from that body that just left your bed. You need to be emotionally dead for you to be going from body to body to body to body to body. Because that has an impact on you. Because trust me, the moment you become emotionally available, those bodies catch up with you as well. Mm. Yeah, possibly. I don't know. Um, he just could have got a good edit at the end of the day. Yeah. But he seemed like a good guy. Mm-hmm. His brand is definitely better from it. But um, I found the man-to-man conversation very interesting. Mm-hmm. That Sharon could have come out very... Well, he did come out very aggressive. Like, why are you taking my girl? Yeah, 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 yeah. And David but managed to defuse the situation quite well. Yeah, because I think that comes from a place of emotional immaturity on Sharon's part, mm-hmm. where um, he was using a lot of defensiveness. It's like this. A man says, I don't want you, I'm not ready for you. And then the moment you decide to move on, it's like, why did you move on? And I'm like, fuck off. That's what happened, and then um, unfortunately, Randa went back for sure. But I thought, yeah, like she could have done better. Yeah, I feel as though never force somebody to be in a situation mm-hmm. you want them to be, they need to be freely open to it. Mm-hmm. And I feel as though his action could have been knowing that he was about to lose something, mm-hmm. so it's more so treating her as a possession, which mm-hmm. I wasn't too much of a fan of, yeah, but equally, like. Um, I looked into it and this whole entire series was filmed over 25 days. Yeah. I found it a bit weird that he introduced her to the sun over FaceTime. Yeah, but if you're going to go home within your boyfriend. Yeah, but it's been 25 days. I understand like the Love Island effect. Like, yeah. One day yeah. is like a month, isn't it, in mm-hmm. that space. But I feel so some parts of you should know this is an orchestrated reality, isn't it? But they had that conversation before introducing doing the introduction does it make sense no but i'm like still once you go back to atlanta let's say that's where she's from mm-hmm. and he's from florida mm-hmm. this is when i guess the real relationship part actually happens because you have to put in work so, so i see why well actually i don't see why she introduced us and tim after 25 because she says he she wants him to be a part of their life mm-hmm. but she hasn't tried this in real life mm-hmm. do you get but, what i mean and he's two, so he probably might never remember this. Yeah. But I was still like, mm, that's a bit different. As in too early or too late? Just too early. Uh, just even the having external communication with people. So, for example, Love Island, you're not able to speak to your parents, parents and stuff. So I found that weird that she was able to FaceTime the son. It might have been it's in her contract Yeah, stuff, because it's another. Um, I know of a situation where 
the boyfriend met the child bef- without the mum being there while they were still dating. Does that make sense? Um, so mum and boyfriend lived um, in a completely different country. Child lived with grandparents. Okay. And then when boyfriend was with in the country where the child and the grandparents lived, mm-hmm. boyfriend went and visited the child to kind of like drop off supplies and meet the family without being official official. That way to kind of um, gauge if this was something that he wanted to do. So what did he introduce himself as when he got to it, grandma's? He was just somebody who was dropping off food. So um, thingy, yeah. That's different. It's different. It worked out. Okay. Yeah. No, I'm trying to think of that from like my situation. So if I like my, I had a kid. Mm-hmm. Mum and my mum and dad were taking care of the kid, mm-hmm. and just random man them was like, "I've got rice for you." Well, not rice, but like in our equivalent, like I've got stuff for you. Yeah. They'd be like, "Who are you?" No, that's the norm. Isn't like people would bring food, like so in Africa, like people would bring food from like. Um, Let's say, uh, you know how parents from Malawi maybe bring food from Tanzania and then. Oh, uh, okay. And then well, just, that's like a family Yeah, yeah kind of thing where it's like, oh, yeah, so and so is in Tanzania. She is in Tanzania and she. Because she, I'm coming to oh, Malawi. Okay. Um, I already have these things. Uh, no, no, I, I'm already making my way to Malawi. Mm-hmm. And um, Chiki was like, oh, can you take rice? Can you take, you know, yeah. um, thingy powder? Okay. And then would meet the child and the parents and be like i am a friend of chiku's and that's okay. why i'm bringing this okay that makes sense but i feel like that's deceptive because huh? grandma and meeting you as friends when you really you're trying to work out if you like the son or the grandma if you like the family dynamic yeah so grandma is like oh this is someone da, da, da. they'd look at you different if you knew this was potential in-law or potential yes. daughter's boyfriend but then which mom and dad would feel some type of way about for sure yeah but then would you not I would rather somebody to, like if it was my child, I'd rather somebody suss it out and see if it works for them, and then have then have to have that conversation with my parents and with my child to say, okay, this is gonna be a new step daddy and all that kind of situation. No, well, I, I, no like like of, I want some as grandparents. Yeah, they want to know who's coming around the kids they're fine if it's like if a friend was a friend yeah but then they'd ask wasn't this the friend and then you'd have to say oh so he came to visit you at that time he was my boyfriend they'd feel in a sense kind of lied to in the sense of why did you just tell us it was a boyfriend we would have greeted him with open arms Um, instead of why did you have him come and suss us out first before like just officially introducing um because I would rather introduce somebody knowing that they were fully committed and they knew that they were f- what they were fully committing to before saying, oh, this is my boyfriend and X, Y, Z. How does introducing them change it, though? I mean, well, introducing him in secret. Uh, not it. not in secret. So Well, introduce him as a friend. As a friend, that's more for him to figure out is this something that he wants to commit to, right? The kid. Be- yeah, isn't like the kid and yeah, the kid because you are a single mother. Who is How young. does seeing the kid make a difference? It makes a difference. I, I don't know, but yeah, I think it does make a difference when you see a child and say, it's one thing to say, okay, she she's a mother, right? Yeah. But it's the other to actually seeing the child, if that makes sense. Isn't it worse if he then says no? If he says no, at least he said no without. If he says no, at least I know now 
rather than like in the next five years and then introducing him to my child and then having my child have this idea of like oh yeah uh, mommy has a boyfriend and then maybe that boyfriend is gonna be my daddy like if he says no let him say no three months in than him saying no two years in no but my thing is can't you introduce him with you Mm. I see the no, I don't see it. Uh, no, nah, for <laughs> we'll me, we'll just leave this other. We yeah. disagree. <laughs> um, I'd rather it that way anyway, because I think yeah. uh, it makes things a little less pressured. Okay. Uh, I don't know. I am mother, so I should really not have an opinion on anything in regards to this. But yeah, I just found that weird that like he was able to FaceTime the kid on, um, yeah, on thingy. Mm-hmm. Anyway. But uh, following on from the kid, we move on to um, Francesca and Harry and the saga that is these yeah. two. The reason why the group lost 30k, I think, yeah. in total. They were able to gain it back, but still, mm-hmm. it was a bit. It was a bit of a weird when those two. They definitely knew what they were coming from. Mm-hmm. Harry seems like a jack the lad. This is a free holiday. Francesca was much more, how do I improve my social media following Which and make did. some more money on my OnlyFans page? No, she doesn't have OnlyFans. Oh, it's common. She has 649k followers. Oh, they're, they're people. We still have it there. Like, if you have 649k followers, you're making shmoney, shmoney by a post. Like, uh, Is it a revenue stream right there? Yeah, but I don't know what I feel about Francesca. She definitely got a much more of a villain edit. Not mm-hmm. as big as the actual villain, mm-hmm. but she got a villain edit to start off with. Mm-hmm. For example, at the start they showed her hanging around the boys more than hanging around the girls. Mm-hmm. Kind of emphasising that she wasn't a girl's girl at all. But I feel as though she sounded like she's been hurt a lot in her life. That's something. Even the way she treated Harry when they first broke up. Yeah. He was stupid. Yeah. He made a stupid thing, but I don't think there was maliciousness. Um, he seems like a child. He's a child, but then do you want to be with a child the moment, like, you lip someone and you say, oh, all right, we're going to say it, we're going to tell it to the group, and then he goes and tells his boys, oh, yeah, she made me do it. I'm like, no, fuck off. If you can't back me with your boys, what's the point? I know, he was definitely a child. Like, because she wanted someone to manipulate. It's the perfect for each other. No, I think Thingy was perfect for her, that Haley girl. Haley? Yeah. Harley? Haley? Um, oh, the, the girl that, yeah, the, uh, So anyway. you explain who Haley is? Um, she's this girl who just basically sat there and was like, I hate everybody here, I hate this thing, I'm really not here for anything, like, it's pointless. And she just brought, like, a bad vibe, and um, she ended up getting kicked out, so that's it. And she kissed Francesca and lost the group £3,000. Yeah, so... Has it happened? Harry had said the things about Francesca, mm-hmm. and then she was angry at Frances- Francesca. Was angry at him, and they broke up. Yeah, so Haley was in love with Francesca. Um, I don't know. because she, she was like, oh, what? Because every time, who suggested the kiss, Haley? And then when it came to um, when they got caught out, well, not caught out. I think they did get caught out. He was like, well, yeah, what if we pretend to be like super coupley? And I'm like. I don't know. I feel as though she just wanted the villain edit. I, especially this climate. I ain't trying to assume any of these preferences. <laughs> That's on you and God. It's not for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like Francesca, she kind of had like a growth 
esque process, but I'm not too sure. I feel like the Americans come off worse on TV. She was Canadian. Huh? Canadian. Well, the Americas. Um, North American. Um, compared to Chloe, so Chloe was Essex, mm-hmm. was she? Yeah, she's from Essex. She wanted a geezer. <laughs> I love that. Um, <laughs> she was funny. So she came off as much more authentic. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if it's just this is like um, people who live in Britain watching it, mm-hmm. but her and Chloe, um, her and Francesca had an issue. So basically, when the guys, a new guy walked in, said he wanted to date Francesca. And um, this was something that Chloe was very interested in. Mm-hmm. And then he got asked, who do you want to take on a date? Chloe got super ready, thinking it'd be her. And it wasn't. He mm-hmm. chose Francesca. So Francesca went on the date and then told the guy no on the date. Mm-hmm. But people were still a bit, eh, as to why did she even go on the date? Because you're entertaining it. Uh, I would have done exactly what Francesca did. Mm-hmm. Not going to lie. I feel like the producers might have told her to go on the date. But. Yeah. No, I would have done exactly what Francesca did because ultimately she went there, she sat down with respect, she wasn't bitchy about it, where she was like, listen, mm-hmm. I'm with Harry, I like Harry, I like where things are going with Harry, it's absolutely fine. And she shut that thing down, like, clearly and yeah. well. Um, was she supposed to have a conversation with Chloe? I don't know because I don't think they're girls like that. No, they're not. They're not. Yeah, they're not girls. Yeah, the guy to have the conversation with Chloe. Yeah, and um, Chloe behaved in an entitled manner because ultimately that guy never said or I fancy you or I want to get to know you type of thing or like he did not make an inclination to actually actively pursue her. Whereas Chloe, I'm not too. Yes, they did because Chloe was the one who was pursuing him. He never pursued her. Oh, don't do that. Girls. There you go. That's where Chloe fumbled the back, and then Chloe had to come with some like energy towards um Fran, and I was like, bitch, like you didn't want you. Like, mm. But equally, I feel as it was a frustration towards Fran. So one thing that was very like directors, not a lot of people actually got together in the no. show. If you look at the amount of people that were on there, so I guess it was again, a lot of the girls were seeing Fran swan about in a sense, yeah. trying her thing on with um, quite a few of the guys because she knew that. Quite she, a lot of the guys found her attractive. She tried it on with two guys and that's it. It was Kels and Harry and that was it. Was she not with... She no, she w- didn't try it on with him, no. no. But I guess, um, I the, don't know how it feels... The, the person who moved madder was Chloe. Because she went with David, went with that guy that came, the boat guy. No, Bryce. Bryce, ugh. And then the final one. And then the final one. I didn't one. mind Bryce. Oh, he was annoying. How? Oh, uh, he just don't like posh people. Yeah, he was a posh twat. Sorry. <laughs> I feel like today... I, I know it's you feeling. Yeah. You had your nap and you woke up snapping. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I think, again, it's the edit. Maybe Francesca, they all saw that Francesca was creating something genuine and it was a level of frustration mm-hmm. that, like, I guess Chloe was trying. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just didn't work out for her. Yeah, I think... Uh, so, it's a bit shit at times. I think that guy was the guy that Chloe finally was like, yeah, this is it, and then it just didn't work out. But mm. it is what it is. Yeah. Sometimes you have to take those L's. I know. <laughs> <laughs> One thing as well I found funny um was the instagram ologists that um came on so we had shan booty i love her shan we had like a spiritual male empowerment guy as well and like i thought they were cool i just feel as though they found like people with high social media accounts on instagram to come and do their personal development growth bits 
But then do you think that kind of demographic would have listened to, let's say, a lecturer from Harvard? No. There you go. I'm just saying. Like, uh, they knew. They, 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 I just, they made me laugh. Mm-hmm. And that's what this show needed. True. Um, and they dropped a few like knowledge bombs as well for mm-hmm. people mm-hmm. to take on, but I'm not sure how well it was absorbed, especially with the, the, the generation. No. Yeah, with the premise of the show. Yeah. I'm not sure how much of the actual self development actually went in it's to the audience members and looking at the Instagram accounts of the people who have been on the show. Um, David, it seems to have stuck with David. Huh? It seems it seems to have stuck with David. But I feel like David seemed it has been Gucci, like that. yeah. Like yeah. that Matthew seemed Gucci right when he came onto the show. Like sometimes people just see this as when I do my interview, I'm gonna act super wild and super yeah. da da da. Yeah. But in real life, I'm quite chilled. I just know I have to play the role they want me to, so I can get on the show. Yes. So yeah. I feel like some people came onto the show with that energy. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Also, I am here for Kel's narration. My guy just wanted his bag. Yeah, he honestly didn't care. You really did. You, you, they lived and he was like, that's a holiday. <laughs> the way he shut down Francesca's <laughs> advances throughout the show, the man deserves a medal because she was giving it to him on a full plate. Oh, that level of rejection though. Imagine my girl went into the shower with this boy. And naked. He, naked. And, naked. And he was like, no. Fully naked. No. He was like, I need the money more, babes. I've got debt. No. The government, I owe them taxes. But I think, in a weird way, yeah. I think I would respect somebody a little bit more. Absolutely. Because but I, we know he was doing it for the money, not because he respects <laughs> me. I get, you were like, oh, I respect somebody if they told me they wanted to wait and they just wanted to be with me and they didn't want sex on the first time. No, he wanted money. He did not value her. If the money was not there, he would have been on her. Like, water on beans. Like, chips on and cooked tomato ketchup. Like, he did not actually value her. He valued money. Let's be serious. (laughs) He did not care. Every time he lost money, he audibly, everybody else, like, when they found out they lost money, they'd be like, mm-hmm. he'd be like, are you dumb? <laughs> you can't keep your hands off each other. <laughs> but he'd the- fully go off and he was just oh, funny. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He was so funny. All right. But, um, yeah, I loved, um, I loved Kells. Um, he was, he's a funny, like, he's a funny London guy. Absolutely. Would I be friends with him? I think you'll be, be the prick. You'll be you'll be the prick friend. I'd definitely be friends with him. I don't want the blood pressure that comes along with dating. Oh god no. There's some people who are stressful in this world no. and, and it's really not by force. No. How many? Three billion men on this world? I can find another. <laughs> can find another. Let's place in demographic the gay population, so that number is a little bit lower, but yeah. No, but still that's <laughs> the, the the statistics are still on my side. Uh, but yeah, one of my faves. Mm-hmm. I found him super corny when he came on this Bryce there. Oh god. Um, you disliked him. Oh yeah. Completely. But I think it's because you have a problem with his people yeah. in general. It's yeah. not Bryce. You know. I liked his self development mm-hmm. that they showed mm-hmm. uh, when he spoke about um, how he was bullied and I guess how he created this facade to compensate for himself. I think my issue, if Bryce was black, you would be like, oh, he's really grown and stuff, but because it's him as a person, you don't want to recognize his development. I just found him cringeworthy. 
like oh. the the boat, the music, the piano playing. Well, I was like, oh, do you have to do that? The and producers made him play that piano because like, we oh. all knew he was trash. I was like, oh, just uh. he, that piano playing was hot trash, oh. very hot trash. But they made him do it because did you see the budget? Did you see the stuff they were using? That was um, chalk and boards they used a4 plain paper yeah. while they were doing all their activities mm-hmm. so the budget was not there they spent it on that villa mm-hmm. and that's all they had but yeah i like to see his self-development and it looked genuine good for him yeah and every time you think he lives on a boat you think like daddy bought it he could actually just live on a boat he actually could that's what i'm saying no like as if he bought it himself because he said he's broke yeah um I don't think it's because it's burned. How, no, he said that's where um, he lived because he, he felt like a failure and stuff. Really? Yeah. Let's see what kind of boat that he lives in. He just we... lives on a boat. Uh... I've seen, I watch like Boat Life YouTube stuff as well. Like there's this couple. That's not a the boat. Voyage. That's, that's not the boat of a failure. But do we know what a failure boat is? Yeah, like it's, you know, those things, those boats are actually quite expensive, you know. That's uh, what I'm saying. Like if this, you save your money and live on a boat, it's actually quite affordable because think how much you do have to pay rent. Water, you just have to buy it from the shop. My friend, have you seen his Instagram? This Anybody is- can cure Instagram. How many of our friends have really good Instagram feeds that you think they re- live a very fancy life? None. Like, These are pictures of him and his family and him on the boat that he lives on. Mm-hmm. Nothing here looks extraordinary based off of the life he lives. Nothing looks very special about his Instagram saying he lives on a boat. Yeah. When you go on holiday, do you not take this picture? I would, but like, thingy, this is the kind of boat that you have parked in like, um, in Monaco, like in the Rivera and stuff like that. Like, this is not the boats that you find in the rivers, you know, that we have like in England. Yeah, but this is in England. I know, this is America's in England. is a different yes, kind of fish. Yes, but like, this is like a fancy party boat that you would go, you know, at the quayside. Like, yeah. they, there's a fancy party boat that Yeah, you, but it's, it's not that big. You can tell that's only two stories. Yeah, that's two stories, but it's still a fancy boat. That's no, like, but that's quite an affordable boat. Yeah, but, like, he looks like he's somebody who who goes to the he Hamptons. He looks like somebody. That's yes. the issue with your statement. You're already assuming his lifestyle based off of narratives that you've seen before. Yes, it looks like somebody uh, who goes to the Hamptons for the weekend. He lives on a boat. With daddy's money. <laughs> with daddy's... I really... I, Nah, he's not my cup of tea. Uh, That's all we've gathered from here. (laughs) Like, he's not. He really isn't. He really isn't. That's what I think. But I liked his personal development growth. Mm -hmm. Out of quite a lot of people, Mm -hmm. he seemed to have shown quite a lot of growth. Of growth. Out of them, which was the point of the whole show. True. So I thought that was cool. Um, The ending. Nah. Yeah. Was it a fan? Yeah. I feel as though I would have liked a wild card. Let David win. I would have liked one individual, some sort of way, for other people to win. Because I feel so. Cal's literally just existed. Yeah, but like he did engage in the process, though. He's still a prick, but he did engage. Huh? <laughs> he did engage in the process. Possibly that Irish girl who got zero airtime. Oh, she I was really her. pretty, but she got nothing. Yeah. Um, I only remember her because she was Irish. Yeah. That was like shit. So quite a lot of people just didn't get any airtime. Mm-hmm. So I feel as though they could have given it a plot twist. 
but they weren't doing else. they weren't doing like they weren't busy doing like higa haga but like they nobody actually, wanted to higi haga with yeah. them i think it's the whole premise of like what is it a dating show or is it a self-development one because it kind of achieved the two where people left feeling like um they learned something new about themselves and they've actually grown um some people left with boyfriends some people didn't and that was okay mm, i would like to twist just to finish it off but it's the first season yeah so people are just trying to get funding in their first season yeah so hopefully they'll be renewed for the second season they'll it iron will. out some of the kinks it, it will it's been trending on twitter it will get renewed True, but we shall see. Mm-hmm. Um, and lastly, there are too many of them. Oh, yeah. Will it down? Like 10. Yeah, I forgot about some of them, but actually, I feel as though they Lava had... Lava has 10 people at first. No, but I feel as though they had the idea that more people would want to mingle with each other. Yeah. So I think they just picked a bunch that wasn't... batch that wasn't very compatible. Yeah. Um, or they might have been sexually com- compatible, but not, like, emotionally compatible. Yeah, because those days in the house probably a long very long day so i'm not too sure but hopefully the development lasts but i'm unsure tell you would it would have been perfect for thingy bryce madison who's madison the the chick who we did not engage whatsoever the blonde one oh no they were on at the same time they were there at the same time yes they would have been compatible together if they actually spent time in trying to get to know each other she didn't want to spend time with anybody no she <laughs> and also i don't want to put anybody in that position to actually have conversations with, with her them. like she looked like bad vibes yeah um, but she yeah. just hated everything and you don't want to live with that energy. no not Haley madison you know the blonde i'll show you a picture the one who was had like a figure on her yeah like yeah they were together do you remember when they were doing yeah when they were doing the um emotions one mm-hmm. while you're writing like the words that have been spoken over to you yeah they were in a pair together oh yeah i think it was a friend pair where n- neither one of them like hugged him oh no it was the three yeah so there was three of them so there was two girls and i think it was kels mm-hmm. um her and bryce and bryce was really open and like um and like really put no. his soul into it and kels was with the irish girl the irish girl so yeah. he was with um, the other block, oh, the, the, bo- other the, the new guy who yeah. thinged, um, Those two who Chloe. Not engaged at all no. And um, what was going on, mm-hmm. and that was a bit meh. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I'm yeah. hoping the development actually carries forward, but I ain't sure. You know, um, for some it it wouldn't have. Um, no. Nah, it's just some easy money, free holiday, free holiday for a month. Not bad. Not bad. Not bad. Um, yeah, it was an alright show. Mm-hmm. A lot of cringe, but they mm-hmm. kind of told you from the outset. Mm-hmm. So, I think it's helped me to create a barometer of how much um, hanky-panky I'd like to see on TV. And this definitely tops the scale that I was not very comfortable with. I expected... So, when it comes to the actual dun they didn't show any? Uh, no, but it's Netflix. They still have limits of how much intercourse you can show. Have you watched um, She's Got to Have It? Huh? Yeah, but that She's Got to Have It, they've told you on the outset, haven't they? And also oh, Netflix, 15. Has, Netflix yeah. has to approve it, doesn't it? With yeah. like all your ratings and stuff. Mm-hmm. So it was a bit, from what I've seen on reality TV, it's been on the upper end. And in the sense of She's Got to Have It as a TV show, so the people have kind of consented to it. In this, like general reality TV, people like, you forget the cameras are there. So even though they've done it, it being on camera is a different sphere. So sometimes I feel as though producers don't go as far to show it because 
when the people finally come out of the house, they'll feel some type of way about that being shown on TV. No, like, um, I'm trying to compare the two between Love Island and that. I think it's on the same par. Does that make sense? Like, um, I was really uncomfortable when David started messaging Randa's butt, and I was like, that's a bit much. No, but Randa asked for it, which I feel so was even more uncomfortable. Because you could tell he was a bit, oh, like, that was like four hours in as well from them being at the island. Yeah. But looking at Love Island, there's been times I can, like, you know, when Megan with Eli, we could see, like, Motion oh, going I'm on. Yeah. Um, Tommy and uh, Molly, to- um, they did bits every night and we knew about it. Moira and Curtis, we knew about it because they showed us some like under duvet movement. Doesn't oh. make sense. Where you could see like the body just. No, but I feel like that's not too bad. If you don't want to see those bits, but how Francesca and Kells were in that shower, that was. You like, as in you could not imagine oh. it. Do you know what I mean? Like at least in the player cases, no, you you have to think of what the motion of the ocean's like. You, but this was like full, fully there, like as in like your brain doesn't need to go anywhere. It's literally just there. Like open your eyes and you'll know what's up. So in that sense, it was much more nudity. That's what I'd rather say. Oh, okay, the nudity was much more than Love Island compared oh. to this. Um, so that was quite a bit. But yeah, like. Mm-hmm. Um, out of ten, give it a. I'll give it a seven. Five and a half. I'll give it a seven. It was epic trash. Huh? Oh yeah, it was epic trash TV. Would I watch again? Probably not. See, I was talking to Chanel about it, and we're like, oh, we should have a season two so we can buy it out today. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Because she was like, this is like Christian Love Island. I was like, definitely not. <laughs> but, yeah, but I get the sentiment. Maybe if they had a different cast, it would be better. But maybe if more people got together, they would have lost all of the money, though. Yeah, or maybe I just like a bit more drama, like actually getting to know them. I feel as though there wasn't a lot of character development when it came to the show. Yeah. It was just like Francesca just... We followed Francesca around. That's how it was. And like, first season, you have to iron out these issues, but... Eh, five and a half out of Mm ten. Possibly which would watch next season if they... Are more strategic with their cast mm-hmm. and that would be cool but yeah that's brings them to this week's podcast we mm-hmm. hope you have enjoyed it mm-hmm. and as always we're going to pray to finish off this episode um yeah. so i'll pray yeah yeah um god we come to you we thank you for the day that you bless us with we thank you for everybody who's listening to this podcast and we're just praying over the current situation that's happening god we ask you to bless all the medical professionals and frontline staff who are putting themselves in danger at this point in time Father, we know that you are the head of the situation and you will take control. And we just thank you for the victory and thank you for the miracles that are happening right now. God, we pray for more to Mm. keep happening. And we pray for people to come back to this episode next week so they can, Mm. again, have some time to just forget about Mm. life and forget about all the things that are going on. And hopefully you've enjoyed today. Mm. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you, guys. We'll see you next week. Bye.